Hello and welcome to That Missionary Life for those of us who are back in this American life but still want to talk about that missionary life. Um, These are our stories and hindsight. So World Renewal just had their 2023 Missions Fair and Celebration. Now this was the first year that we've ever done a Missions Fair and I was super excited when our children's advocate, Jennifer McQueen, was like, hey, why don't we do a missions fair? And I don't know why I'd never thought of it. Brilliant idea. Absolutely loved it. As soon as she said it, I was like, let's make it happen. Um, and we did. We had about 100 people. It was really lovely. Uh, it was really wonderful. Our annual mission celebration is always a wonderful time. Um, I wanted to ask you what kind of celebrations, missions, fairs, missions, conferences, like how does it work for your church? How does it work that you're a part of? What has worked? What has not worked? That is what I would like this episode to be about. Thinking of when I grew up and what it was that my church did for missions. Um, and I can remember like there was a couple of, I think we normally did like a missions conference weekend or like a missions event where we had one of our missionaries come and speak. I think it was always in November. And then we had like our faith missions. It was always like our faith pledge thing where we get these little cards and you would pledge how much you would give each month so they could figure out basically how much of a missions budget they would have so they could figure out who, how many, and who missionaries (laughs) they could support. Um, And I think that's kind of just how it worked out. I remember when I was older at church, I was helping out with like the kids program, the kids missions program. I remember doing that. Um, Yeah, I remember like a dinner maybe sometimes. They had like a missions dinner to go with it. Uh, It's been interesting because, you know, I grew up in the church and we did these different things, but it was mostly what we did for the kids, I think was mostly just like this once a month or once a year thing. It's mostly a once a year drop in normally in November, some kind of missions, something. Um, So that's probably mostly how I grew up. I wonder how you grew up. Now, being then once I became a missionary, (laughs) um, I didn't really get asked to speak at many of these missions conferences, but I did get asked to be a part of the kids things, which actually, if I could choose, I would totally choose to be with the kids instead of the adults anyways. So it worked perfectly for me. I think now it's interesting because I'm not just at the, oh, maybe I'll be invited to speak at some of these or I'll plan my uh, home assignment time back in the U.S. around when I can go speak at churches when they're ready to hear me. Um, Now I am planning mission celebrations. So it's kind of a whole nother level. Um, And it's so interesting to me to be like, How, what is the best way to try to reach out to our churches and help our churches to celebrate missions? Because 
it seems to me that it seems harder and harder. Everything's vying for attention, you know, harder and harder to establish um, a time. It's, it's, we definitely have a good turnout from the church we're located in, but the other churches, it's kind of hard to bring them from other locations to a church to do the missions fair or to do the celebration. Um, so we've, we've talked about the idea of maybe making a missions fair, like movable, <laughs> maybe even doing our mission celebration at different churches to have them be a part of it. Um, I was chatting with my friend and she goes to a larger church and they do a missions conference, like a whole weekend thing. So like Friday night, Saturday day, Sunday. And I absolutely love how they do their Sunday. Um, so they have like a missionary go into each one of the different classrooms the kids, the adults, and, and share. Um, and we were talking about what if after they shared, then like that, that classroom adopted that missionary, like adopted in quotation marks, you know, like wrote them some letters or, or kept in contact with them or, or something like that. And then afterwards they have a rice and beans meal. They did all the toppings, our rice and beans. We had rice and beans at the missions fair and, it was very simple. I did it very bare bones. Uh, first of all, it's kind of funny that I'm making the rice and beans. I mean, rice is rice. is rice. It's pretty easy to do. But beans, oh, my goodness. The ladies in Brazil tried so hard to teach me how to do beans. I, I just haven't done super great. But it turned out well. I think that they were pretty decent rice and beans. My husband said so, at least. <laughs> And I figured out we had around 100 people and we needed about six pounds of rice and three crock pots full of beans, like big crock pots, three big bags of beans. So um, that's that was really nice to know. And that worked out really well. And I loved all that. And we were talking with I was talking with my friend about how this conference went. And she's just like, it seems like every year less and less people attend. And I'm just like, is it that people care less and less about missions? I don't, I don't think that's it. I think part of it is that, you know, people are just so busy and that sometimes it's just hard for a whole weekend. I told, I totally get that, but it's, it just seems like it's almost hard to just make connections. Um, like, it's one thing to just offer a bunch of information about what missionaries are doing, but to actually connect with missionaries on a deeper level that isn't just listening to them. Like when we had missionary tables, I loved it. We had three missionary tables at the missions fair. So it was like, you got to go up and we had the whole family there. So it was like, you could talk to missionary kids. Uh, you could talk to missionaries. You could talk, you know, to the, the real on the ground people. They brought different stuff that they had like we brought I brought some baby books that we had made for the girls talking about the first time they got to go to the U.S. the first time they got to meet their grandparents you know because they had been they were born in Brazil you know and Jessica didn't meet any of her family until she was a year old um and and what did that mean how was that transition you know um so that was I loved it and then of course <laughs> having the tables, the kids were running around everywhere. <laughs> it was hard to keep them behind the table. And that's, 
that's how it should be. And so you had all these missionary kids running around and the missionaries trying to corral them a bit and all these really good conversations happening. Um, but if you're just having, if you just have an opportunity to invite a missionary to come speak in front of everybody and not really that interaction, could you just outsource that to a video? You know what I mean? Um, and so actually my friend and I, we were talking about what if, Instead of doing like a Friday night thing, have somebody on the stage Saturday where you invite different people to speak about different things, uh, you know, all the food, all of the childcare, all of the things that goes into that. Um, what if Friday and Saturday instead you asked if 10, 20 people, depending on how many missionaries, say, say you had, like this is a large church. They have like at least 20 missionaries that were here for this conference. Like, what if you asked 20 families to open up their home, you know, and they had signups. You would have to sign up if you wanted to go to a home. Um, but then different times on Friday and Saturday, there would be different missionaries who would be at different homes. And you could go into a home, you know, have some food and, and chat with the missionary instead of kind of like be spoken to <laughs> by a missionary. Like, how would that change? And I think just thinking about missions and how to make it more real. Like if you grow up in a church and all you hear about missions is once a year, a special let's give money. Like, is that really what we want to teach? Is that really what we want to say about missions? Um, I think it's important. What we want to say is that missions is life. Missions is the Christian life in a different location. Missions is is doing the dishes. Like, you're doing the dishes a lot more than any of the other glamorous stuff when you're a missionary. Um, and how can we get that across to our kids? How can we get that across to our people? How can we cultivate relationships and more than just um, thinking about them once a year, writing a check? Uh, even more than taking home a prayer card and praying for them, which I think is a great next step. And my parents always did that. And I, I loved having those prayer cards. I remember looking at those prayer cards, learning from those prayer cards, praying for those missionaries and wondering what their life was like um, when I was little. And I'm so glad that my parents cultivated that in, in my life. But I'm so grateful for the opportunity, like what we're doing with World Renewal now in putting together curriculum for digging deeper and making missions not just about a once a year event, but helping kids understand missions is, it's a real life, everyday kind of thing um, that you can learn about little bits at a time, like little chunks of information instead of trying to force feed a huge buffet of food once a year. So in closing, those are some musings from someone who is very much involved in this American life, but just really wants to talk about that missionary life, stories and hindsights. 